well. Here's an update on the Pitt men's basketball coaching search. Tom Crean, delete. Dad Mata, delete. Sean Miller, delete. And now Dan Hurley, delete. Hurley took less money to go to UConn, and I do not blame it. Because Pitt basketball is a hopeless situation, and it gets more hopeless every day because Pitt keeps looking worse every day. Pitt's going to get its fifth or sixth choice, like what happened when they got Stallings. The way it's turned out, they might as well have kept Stallings. This is the Mark Madden Show. You like it, you love it, you want more of it. 412-333-WXDX is the number to call, or you can follow me on Twitter, at MarkMaddenX. Josh Showy of TheAthletic.com joins me to talk hockey at 415. Comedian Bill Burr joins me at 530. He is America's hottest funny man, and he is at the Benedum for two shows on April 6th. The 7 p.m. show is sold out, but tickets still remain. For the 10 p.m. show. I'm at a loss for further words when it comes to Pitt. It's farcical. They're going to settle. They're going to get some nobody that can't generate any optimism initially. And as a result, the Pete's going to be empty again. 0-18 again. Delete! 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 I don't see Pitt having made a big offer to Hurley as validating the athletic department, not in the least. Effort don't count. Results do. Pitt making a big offer, a bigger offer than UConn, and getting turned on by Hurley so he can go to UConn? (laughs) That validates nothing but the futility of Pitt's situation. Hurley took less money to coach somewhere besides Pitt. And that is all the people need to know. 412-333-WXDX is the number to call. I don't care who they get now, and you won't either. It will be settling. Now you're hearing Nate Oates from Buffalo because he beat Arizona in the first round. Arizona and Sean Miller, ironically. Nate Oates has one legit win ever. And you're going to hire that guy? Ha! The Penguins won last night, but did not look good. They had a good start, going up 2-zip. But then Montreal surged ahead 3-2 before the Pens rallied with Derek Broussard getting the winning goal and Jake Gensel providing insurance. Those two scoring is certainly a welcome and timely development. Uh, Two points is two points, and those were needed. I was talking to a longtime NHL scout, a former player and coach, last night, and he said the Penguins' problem right now is they want the playoffs to start tomorrow, unquote. I'm sure he's right. It's tough to get up for the New York Islanders and Montreal, two teams out the playoff race. It's tough to get psyched for those games right now if you're the Penguins. That's no excuse. It doesn't mean the Pens shouldn't play better in these games, but it is a reason. Uh, The Penguins were sloppy. They conceded a breakaway just 18 seconds into the game. 
Casey DeSmith made the save that time. Do the defensemen really need to join every single rush? DeSmith played pretty good. He lost the pop fly in the sun, but otherwise he was okay. The Pens went ahead 2-zip in the first period, and then a lot of goal that was just A, two minutes after the goal that made it 2-0, and B, in the final minute of the period, when you just don't want to allow goals. Like I said, sloppy. Uh, the big story coming out of the game was that Sidney Crosby scored an unbelievable goal. Simply amazing. Juggled the puck in midair and battered it in with his second touch. Big goal, too, because it tied the game at 3-3. I'm impressed, but I feel like I've seen Sid do a lot better. That's a great goal, but it's not a hockey move. That's a hand-eye type of thing. I'm more impressed by Sid's hockey moves, and they are many, and they are great. The most amazing thing about that goal last night and the juggling he did it at full speed and with opposition players nearby. Wow. I thought Sid played a really good game last night, but I still believe he needs more help on his line. If Sid isn't at the top of his game in the playoffs and producing accordingly, the Penguins won't win. Sid's the straw that stirs the drink. Two playoff MVPs, two Stanley Cups. 16 and 17, two straight years. As Sid goes, so go the Penguins, and you can't teach that. But tomorrow night is a big test for the Penguins. The Devils are 2-0 and against Pittsburgh this year, and they have the speed to skate with the Penguins and then some. The Devils have lost 6 out of 10 and lost the last two. Uh, Corey Schneider, their highly regarded goalie, he might lose his job. The Devils just got killed at San Jose 6-2, and Schneider got pulled in favor of Kevin Kincaid, and Kincaid had previously beaten Nashville, Vegas, and L.A. on the Devils' road trip. So I wonder who starts in goal for New Jersey tomorrow night. Uh, those are the stories, the pitch situation and the Penguins win and where the Penguins are at. I'm more optimistic about the Penguins than Pitt. But how could you not be? Pitt's going to go 0-18 again next year. Never mind a coach. Pitt doesn't have any players. I don't think any sports team in Pittsburgh has ever been in trouble like Pitt basketball is now. Even when the Penguins were really bad, they got to draft Lemieux and then Crosby. Pitt doesn't get to draft Lemieux or Crosby or the basketball equivalent thereof. 412-333-WXDX. Tell me a time in Pittsburgh sports history when a team has been in trouble with no apparent way out, like the situation Pitt basketball finds itself in right now. 412-333-WXDX. Marc-Andre Fleury did not go on the road with Vegas after getting hit in the mask and then being removed from the game. If this is another concussion, it would be Flurry's fourth career and second this year. He missed 25 games with a concussion earlier this year. You know what's weird? When Flurry got concussed before the 2016 playoffs, and that changed the history of the Penguins franchise, it was James Neal that hit him, an ex-teammate. You know who hit Flurry this time? 
Brandon Sutter, Flat Stanley, another ex-teammate. Flurry is so beloved in the locker room, but all his former teammates are trying to take his head off. Uh, the word is that Cleveland is going to take Sam Darnold with the first pick in the NFL draft. Sam Darnold, the Southern Cal quarterback, and not Saquon Barkley, the Penn State running back. I would take Barkley. Long term, he will be the best back in football in like no time. Barkley is also the quickest fix for sure, especially in Cleveland because that offensive line the Browns have, even without Joe Thomas, if they took Barkley with the first pick, Cleveland would win six or seven games in 2018. I know Darnold's the long-term quarterback, Tyrod Taylor short-term, but without Saquon Barkley and with Carlos Hyde at running back, Browns might win three or four games, but uh, not many more than that. I don't talk much about the NBA because it's the NBA. It's basketball. We're not a basketball time. As if the situation pit basketball is in didn't smarten you up to that. But last night, LeBron James had 35 points, 17 apples, 7 rebounds, and didn't turn the ball over once. That's the phrase that pays, kids. Didn't turn the ball over once. You got to talk about that. Was Sid's goal last night his best ever? If not, which one was better? And if you're Heather Like, would you call Sean Miller and say, okay, we want you? Would you double back to get Sean Miller? I would. He's the only guy that Pitt could get that will create any excitement about the program right away. Some Jamoke comes in, Kevin Willard, whoever. People just roll their eyes and do what they've been doing, which is be pessimistic about the program and not show up at the Pete. It'll be taking a risk, but I would double back and hire Sean Miller. This is the Mark Madden Show, and I am not a candidate for Pitt's head coaching job. 105.9 X. And now the super genius, Mark Madden. Mark, I uh, love the show, man. Hey, Mark, how you doing, pal? All hail double M. The X at 105.9. I heard Pitt called Lou Brown about coaching the men's basketball team. He said, I don't know. I think he had a guy on the line about buying some white walls. Double M on the X, 412-333-WXDX. Uh, some good news from Vegas. Breaking news just went out over Twitter a few moments ago. Marc-Andre Fleury has joined Vegas on the road trip after all. Apparently getting hit in the head with a shot from Brandon Sutter did not concuss him. So to repeat, Marc-Andre Fleury has joined Vegas on their road trip. Probably helped that Brandon Sutter shot the puck. Even if he got all of his 94 pounds behind it, it couldn't hurt all that much when Flat Stanley's firing the rubber. How impressed were all of you by Sidney Crosby's goal last night? Was it the best Crosby goal ever? 412-333-9939 is the number to call. Skid scored so many great goals. That one-handed goal against Buffalo last season, split the D, then flicked it into the net with one hand. 
He scored one on four against the Rangers and one on four against Montreal. He scored that one backhand goal while he was falling to the ice on his backside. He left his feet going to the net for a great tip-in. I'm not diminishing last night's goals. I just feel like some of Sid's other goals are maybe a little better. Sid's production isn't what it has been, but I think he's playing as well as ever. Again, I feel like he needs better line mates. He needs Hornquist on right wing. There's actually two other options from out of left field, and I'll get to them later. How about two penalty shots in last night's game? Both unsuccessful. Broussard missed, but he scored the game winner later, so that's okay. Let that guy get some confidence. How about this for a stat? The Penguins have had the fewest power plays in the NHL since February 1. Now, is that because the refs have stopped calling as many penalties? Is that because the refs want to slow the Penguins down? Is it because the Penguins aren't going into traffic as much or as well and thus not putting themselves into situations to draw penalties? Look, I think the refs suck, and I don't think the league wants the Penguins to win a third straight Stanley Cup. That's not supposed to happen in a cap league. A cap league is all about parity. However, I think it's probably mostly the latter, that the Penguins aren't going into traffic as much and not putting themselves in a position as much to draw penalties as much. 412-333-9939 is the number to call. Getting some feedback about best Sid goal ever. Alec casts a vote for the chipped-in backhand. Sounds like an Isley product, the chipped-in backhand. Uh, with one hand against Buffalo last year. J.K. mentions the diving effort against the Tampa Bay Lightning. 412-333-9939. Uh, we're going to talk more about Sean Miller. And, and I don't know if he turned Pitt down or if Pitt turned him down. I don't care. Pitt needs to double back and hire him. Hire Miller now, then deal with the FBI if it comes to that. Because it might not. Arizona hasn't fired Miller yet. Nobody's heard the wiretap. And the rest, that assistant coach who is supposedly going to rat on Miller and his malfeasance, where's the proof? That's just he said, he said. So in terms of hardcore evidence against Miller, I have yet to hear or see any. And if there were any, I think it would have been fired by now. He might get fired because he lost in the first round of the NCAA to Buffalo. But given ESPN's record for reporting accurately in recent years, I don't think that wiretap even exists. 412-333-9939. We got Yoey next hour at 415. Uh, the radio ratings came out for February. And this show was number one among men 25 to 54. Uh, tied with Sean McDowell on DVE. Don't switch. I'll kill you. And way, 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 way ahead of the B team. Men 25 to 54, that's the money slot. Money as in 
Mr. Money in the Bank. Woo! Thank you. You're great. Thank you. This is Mr. Money in the Bank, Mark Madden, the super genius. And this is 105.9 The X. And now the super genius, Mark Madden. Super genius. Yeah. Mark, love the show. Well, if I won you over by imitating Dusty Rhodes, the American dream. So be it, baby. The X at 105.9. Double M on the X. We got Josh Owey joining me next hour to talk hockey. Wondering what you thought of Sid's goal last night. Where's that rank among his goals all time? I thought it was real good, but again, not to be nitpicking, but it was a hand-eye goal, not a hockey goal. I like when he splits the defense, like that goal in Buffalo last year where he split the defense and put in a one-handed backhander. To me, that's more impressive. Not that last night was unimpressive because who else could do that? There's the question. Who else could do what Sid did last night to score that goal? Not very many people, if any. I can assure you of that. Uh, I want to get back to the pit coaching search and ask the question again. Has any Pittsburgh sports team ever been in worse shape than the the pit basketball team is right now? 0-18, two players, Nobody wants to coach him. Your thoughts on that, although I doubt you have any that that matter because I can't think of any team worse off. Like the Penguins at their worst always had that big draft pick just around the corner. Not once with Lemieux, but twice with Crosby. If you went back to the Steelers in the 60s before Chuck Knoll, and maybe the Pirates during that hopeless run the 20 straight losing seasons, but the Pirates have always been bad, not because they opted to be bad, but because they didn't spend. There was a way out, just not for them. If the owner wanted to spend more money, well, right now the owner could spend a ton more money and still make money, but he won't. Back in the McClatchy era, if he would have been willing to lose money, again, there was a way out, a way up. With Pitt, I just don't see a solution. Certainly none in the short term that will even pick things up a little bit. Uh, there's a big article in the PG. No Sean Miller blessing in disguise because of the FBI investigation. But like I said moments ago, Arizona ain't fired him. We've never heard that wiretap. And the assistant... Supposedly going to rat Sean Miller out? Unless he has evidence like a wiretap or a photograph or something on paper, an email, some kind of trail. That's just he said, he said. Again, why hasn't Arizona fired him? And I understand Pitt not wanting Sean Miller if that's what you choose to believe. If you're a program that isn't in such a deep friggin' hole, you could be more picky. If he didn't go 0-18 last year, you could be more careful. But Pitt is in a deep friggin' hole. Pitt did go 0-18. Pitt needs to take a chance, but now Pitt's going to settle. Just like Pitt did when Pitt settled for Kevin Stallings. If Miller is interested, I think Pitt should change its mind, double back, and hire Sean Miller. 
You're trying to win at college basketball. And that doesn't necessarily come with a morals clause. Hire now. If the FBI comes knocking and Miller is guilty, does get banned, hire a stiff then, as opposed to hiring a stiff now. Heather Lake supposedly said that she didn't want to risk her reputation as an administrator by hiring Sean Miller. Heather, your reputation as an administrator is taking a pretty stiff hit every single day right now. Take a chance. Pitt got nothing to lose, and neither do you. And now the Pitt jerks are talking about Mike Hopkins, the coach at Washington, Pac-12 coach of the year. He's only been there one year. He's not leaving. Not for 0-18. That's the problem with Pitt and Pitt fans. They're so pie in the sky, yanking and cranking about guys they can't get. Delete! 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 Let's go to Corey in the car. Corey, you're on the Mark Madden Show. What up, Big Sexy? What up, man? Yeah, first of all, congratulations on your first place rating. Among men 25 to 54, that's the money slot. It's like Ricky Bobby said, you're either first or you're last. Well, uh, no, like no, the- I, I get a bonus for like second and third, too. <laughs> it's all about the cash, baby. My question's about the Pens. Uh, given the first two, uh, the first two years, the first year of their championship run, they were definitely one of the faster teams in the league. Uh, even last year, they did pretty well. But my question is, watching how they played against the Islanders and then again last night, do you think that they still have that extra gear going into the playoffs that's going to push them through? Like it I, I think they have the extra gear. I think a lot of other teams have the extra gear as well. It's a copycat league, and the Penguins having one with speed is encouraged other teams to up the ante with their speed, and there's not a better example of that than the New Jersey Devils who visit Pittsburgh tomorrow night. A New Jersey might be faster than Pittsburgh. They still play a primarily defensive style, but they don't skate backwards. They play defense through puck pursuit and just relentless forechecking. So uh, I think the Penguins are still among the league's faster teams and maybe even still number one or number two. But they used to be the fastest by such a wide margin. And what the plan B is now, I don't know. Uh, Just because teams have caught up to them in speed doesn't mean they're in trouble. They still have more skill and certainly more experience at winning than anybody else. Let's go to uh, Dan in Tampa. Dan, you're on the Mark Madden Show. Hey, Mark. I I know you were talking about the NHL MVP last week, but if you don't mind, I'd like to circle back around and get your thoughts on what I think. Of course. Okay, so third, I would say Kucherov. Um, he was amazing in the first half of the season, but he's got a Vesna candidate on his team and probably a Norris Trophy candidate, too. And he's been okay the second half, but probably not even in the top ten score. He's been very first. consistent in the second yeah. half, though, and, and, and he is. I know for a fact. I don't know exactly where. Okay. He is in the yeah. top ten scores for the second half as well, just just not right at the top. He, yeah, and he's tailed off a bit since the first half, which, but he's been a good player all year. But then I'd take second, a close second, I'd take Geno. Uh, supporting cast, kind of like they have in Tampa. But number one for me is no question, Nathan McKinnon. The guy has 91 points in 65 games. I mean, without him, Colorado would be nothing. Um, I think a lot of the experts had him picked, you know, towards the bottom of this, of that division. And not only are they going to be in the playoffs, they might end up the third seed in that division. That guy, you know, you get rid of uh, Duchesne and the guy just takes off. And I don't think a lot of, you know, casual fans 
can name a lot of players on Colorado outside of Landis Gog and McKinnon. So for me, McKinnon's the guy this year. Well, you know what? He's right behind uh, Kucherov and Malkin now in the scoring yeah. race. So three back. Yeah, three back. I, I, I think if 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 Colorado makes the playoffs, and and I'm sure you'll agree with the voters, the writers, the hockey writers who vote for MVP. Fifty five percent of those voting are Canadian, and McKinnon yep. is Canadian. And I'm sorry, that definitely figures in. Yeah, no question. And I think if Colorado doesn't make it, then I think that maybe hurts his chances. But if he makes it, for me, there's no question. He's been the most valuable player to his team this year. Uh, valuable, yeah, but but I think you might well turn out to be right. Let's go to Don in Patterson Heights. Don, you're on with Double M. Hi, Mark. Uh, I just wanted to comment about what you said about Sid's goal, about last night's goal. It was a good goal, but I agree. I don't think it was his best one. I like the one against the Islanders a few years ago, or, or that one last year in Buffalo was good. What one against the Islanders? Refresh our memories. That's the one where he went through the four guys. That about it was a Oh, no, I, I, that was against the Rangers in Montreal. He, he scored against the Rangers and Canadians, uh, one on four on, on uh, obviously, two separate occasions. Wrong New York team, my bad. I also want Maybe to... he did it against the Islanders, too. You know, I was watching some uh, video today on YouTube. And I watched the one-on-four against the Rangers and the one-on-four against Montreal. It's almost the same goal. And there was one where he split uh, the Ducks and put a put a forehand past John Gibson, Johnny Whitehall, who, by the way, is a Vesna contender this year. Got another shutout last night, shutout Calgary. But uh, there are just so many great Sid goals, it's really hard to pick one out. It's fair to say that he doesn't have a defining goal, a singular defining goal like Mario did when he split the defense against Minnesota in the 1991 Stanley Cup Finals. Let's go to Brian in the car. Brian, you're on with Double M. How you doing, Mark? Great. Hey, uh, I, Sid's goal last night was great, don't get me wrong, but what was the goal that he scored uh, from behind the, the red line uh, and banked it off the goalie's back? Um, he's done that a few times, actually. Uh, one time right along the goal line, he caught Henrik Lundqvist in a crouch and banged it off his mask into the net. Uh-huh. Yeah, he, he's done that a few times, though, that bank shot from behind. I, I like that. I, I like that because that's a smart hockey play, I think. You know, Sidney Crosby he, he, is he, a smart hockey player. You know, it is funny. Uh, Sid has a lot of great goals, but they're not unique. Like, think about how we're talking about him. Eh, a couple of one-on-fours. Eh, a couple of bank shots from behind the goal line. He's the best grinder ever. Those Don Low goals, not like it. Best grinder ever. I hope he's not listening because he hates when he's called that. 412-333-9939. I posted a real funny video on the Mark Madden page, the X website. Going to talk about that in a minute. And the NHL has rearranged its goaltender interference. Not not the penalty. The penalty is the same. The definition is the same. Although I really don't know what the definition is, and neither do they. But the way it'll be applied, who has final say? I'll tell you about that in just a little bit here on the X. And now the super genius, Mark Madden. It'll be the hoity-toity instead of the hoi polloi. Double M, what's up? Idiots are often happy, but they have no real impact in this world. Unless, of course, they're good enough to make the NFL. The X at 105.9. Under the new catch rule, the NFL says the Jesse James drop against New England would now be a catch. 
Doesn't exactly do the Steelers much good now, does it? No quarter brought to you by CW Electrical Services. Make the switch at CWElectricalServices.com. Uh, this breaking news just in. That's happened a lot on this show the last week. Breaking news every couple minutes. That's why I am number one among men, 25 to 54. Pitt will hold an athletic board meeting tomorrow afternoon to reevaluate its coaching search. That should be some meeting. Here's how it'll start. So, what do you want to do? I don't know. What do you want to do? I don't know. What do you want to do? I don't know. What do you want to do? And then after about 10 minutes of that, it'll boil down to delete, 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 delete. They're going to get somebody you never heard of or worse yet that you did hear of and know is a stiff and they're going to try to sell it to you and some of you will be dumb enough to buy it, but most of you won't and the pit will be, the Pete rather, the Peterson Event Center will be two-thirds empty again next year and Pitt will go 0-18 in the ACC again next year. I don't think any sports team in Pittsburgh has ever been in worse shape than Pitt basketball is right now. 412-333-9939, the number to call. I posted a video on the Mark Madden page at the X website of a lounge band in Vegas doing Run to the Hills by Iron Maiden. You know, bam, 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 bam. White man came across the sea. Only the way this lounge band does it, it sounds like Michael McDonald. Not hardcore, rather softcore. PG-13, as a matter of fact. It's hilarious. Check it out on the Mark Madden page at WXDX.com. It reminds me of Nick the Lounge Singer. Bill Murray on Saturday Night Live. Star Wars. Those near and far wars. Close the door. Put out the light. Yeah. No, they won't be home tonight. Yeah. <laughs> Let's go to uh, Keith in the car. Keith, you're on with Double Have M. A good day. Right. Hey, I want to talk about uh, Crosby's all-time goal. Okay. Uh, when it, it was around 06 or 07 against Phoenix when he was falling backwards on the backhand and went top shelf short side. Yeah, he was sprawling and he put a, a backhand into the net, a hard backhand, not a fluky backhand. He got all of it. That's right, yeah. And also uh, against the Panthers, he went one-on-four as well early in his career. He, he's done uh, it a lot. Yeah. No, and it's fitting that we can think of a bunch of great goals Sid not only did, but duplicated and triplicated because that's what Sid is. Sid's a player of rote. He plays the game by the numbers. He does the same things over and again, but does them better than anybody else. Mario would just, you know, paint outside the lines a lot. Sid, I mean, look at his warm-up. He stick handles around the Fargan McDonald's logo. He paints by the numbers. That's not a bad thing. In a way, ironically, it's what makes Sidney Crosby unique. 
Let's go to Adam in the car. Adam, you're on with Double M. Hey, Mark, big fan. What up? Hey, I uh, watched that goal last night. It got me thinking about, you know, some uh, goals that Sidney had in the past, and I thought about that one-handed backhander that he put against uh, Buffalo last year. Yeah, it was just last year. That's the most recent crazy goal I remember Sid scoring. Um, And when I looked it up, I realized that it's exactly one year to the day yesterday that he scored that goal against Buffalo. Well, there you go. So, I mean, he just does it day in and day out. It's mystical. It's magical. After the game, somebody asked Mike Sullivan who the last guy he saw score a goal like that was. And Sully said, probably Sid. Seriously, the stuff Sid does, it's nuts, and he does it over and again. Walking side by side with death, hey. I love Nick the Lawn Singer. He, he sang the theme from MASH, which does have words, believe it or not, but he just made up words. That, that video actually is on the Mark Madden page at WXDX.com. We got posted one next to the other. We got the Lons Band in Vegas doing the Iron Maiden song. We got Iron Maiden doing the Iron Maiden song. We're under the hills. And we got Nick the Lons singer, Bill Murray, doing the theme for MASH. Let's go to Mike and Allison Park. Mike, you're on with Mark. Hey, Mark. Uh, good day. Right. Good. Quick question for you. You know, I'm a, I'm a Pitt alumni, longtime fan. Want to, you know, get on board with uh, Heather Light, what she's doing. But uh, just kind of what's your thoughts. I mean, how can they screw that bad, so bad, the fact that nine players asked for their release? and they had- Well, that's not anything they've screwed up recently. It, it's that they botched the Kevin Stallings hiring. But, but I also hasten to note that Kevin Stallings wasn't thought to stink as a coach until he got to Pitt. The whole program's flawed. The minute they ran Jamie Dixon out of town, they have done nothing right since. A lot of that's on Stallings. A lot of that's on Scott Barnes. A lot of that's on Heather Like. A lot of that's on the Rich Pitt alumni who unduly influenced the program. And football, too, although football's okay. The coach is an ass, but he's a decent coach. It's a toxic situation, as evidenced by the fact that uh, Danny Hurley took less money to go to UConn. That's No Quarter brought to you by CW Electrical Services. In just 30 seconds, I'm going to restate my position on how the Penguins should put their lines together. And I got a couple tweaks on top of what I previously said. 105.9 X. If X-Fest were on Tinder, you'd swipe right, send nudes, say inappropriate stuff, because you're a perv. And it's almost here. June 2nd at KeyBank Pavilion. It's the 20th anniversary X-Fest. Tickets and info at WXDX.com.